1: Yo, yo, yo. You guys know what time it is. Welcome. All things covered. Got the show on the road. Coming to you live from Minnesota, home of the Minnesota Vikings, the TCO Performance Center. As you look to my right, your left, my guy, Pat P. We have a jam-packed show for you guys. Outstanding guests. Pete Prisco, Harrison Hitman Smith, the head man in charge, Kevin O'Connell, Justin Jefferson. We have a jam-packed show. You don't want to miss. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're back, all things covered, coming to you live from the TCO Performance Center, home of the Minnesota Vikings. I am BMAC Brian McFadden here with our very own Pat P. Just finished up a nice, nice training camp practice, getting ready for the final preseason game this weekend against the Denver Broncos. And talking about the entire training camp vibe, Pat P., uh, what's the biggest thing you learned about this team throughout training camp practices? Oh, man, Uh, we love one another. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love coming to work
2: each and every day. Um, you know looking forward to the challenge that that each day brings and um just trying to be better than what we were last year you know this team is basically coming back all together from last year adding a couple of key pieces um beefing up the edge of the defense which I think is going to be monumental for us down the stretch of this thing um and yeah just the continuity that we're that we that we've been able to grow over the last 3 weeks has been huge and it's definitely going to play dividends as well.
1: Talking about the continuity, that was on full display last week because you had joint practices against Mm -hmm. the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, What are your feelings in regards to joint practices? Because we heard San Francisco 49ers Brandon Ayuk came out and said, basically joint practices is a waste of time. Said he didn't get a chance to get the necessary reps. But for you, Pat P, being in the NFL for 12 years, being a part of many training camps where you've practiced against other organizations, what are your feelings in regards to joint practices?
2: You know, I love the joint practice. Okay. Is because you have an opportunity to go up against a different outfit. You don't have to, you know, see the same the same moves, you know, each and every period, kinda of, kinda of sitting on routes, kinda of understand what's coming mm-hmm. in certain situations. So I think it's always great to have another outfit to go up against yeah. during training camp, during this time, during a time where we don't have an opportunity to play in preseason games and also feel like you're still getting game time reps going up against a different opponent so um i loved it you know i thought we got some good work out of uh out of it because we didn't have opportunity to play into the game Mm -hmm. and um you know those two practices we felt like it it was worth the game you know the physicality was there the 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 play count was there and i think it's uh it it was something that you know got us better um those two days for sure
1: and throughout camp one of the common themes for you guys has been situational football Mm -hmm. you know tell the minnesota viking fans why you guys would be better when it comes to situational football compared to last year
2: i mean coach we we harp on it all the time um it's something that 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 don't go Um, unnoticed, you know, or, you know, not untalked about each and every single time we're in a team meeting or even when we're in offensive defensive meetings, you know, so, um, you know, situation of football is very, very, we know how, how, uh, how that margin of error is very, very little and very, very small. So we have to understand and uh, uh, be on our P's and Q's at all times when those situations do show up. And I believe thus far we've been knocking them out of, out of the park. You know, I can't wait to finally put it on display uh, September 11th, starting that 17-week 17, 17 yeah, long you, season.
1: You saw it on the graphic, man. Situational ball, one possession games. Minnesota, they weren't, they weren't good at it. And because yeah. of that, you guys were at home during the postseason. Uh, throughout training camp, one of the bright spots for the Minnesota Vikings has been rookie uh andre booth andre booth mm-hmm. right went down with an injury last preseason game yeah um it seemed to be a serious injury but of course now they're saying things should be okay but when it comes to andrew and that injury when you saw it happen what was the first thing that went through your mind
2: now, honestly i didn't even see it happen because yep. i think it happened on the opposite side of the field opposite uh, the opposite sideline of ours um you know I, I still don't know how significant the injury is right now but i did see him limping around pretty bad so you know we'll see you know how how it goes i don't even know what they rule them day to day or week to week or whatever the case may be but i know one thing booth is a fighter he's a warrior and uh, i i think he'll definitely be back be be back you know you know sooner than Sooner than we think.
1: And when you talk about the secondary play, you see Andrew there, what he was able to do throughout his time at Clemson. Uh, I felt like if he was healthy, it would have been a first-round selection. But in the first round, you guys took Louisine. So what have you seen from both guys when they've been out on the grass with you guys when it comes to Andrew Booth and Louisine? Very competitive. You know,
2: guys that love the game, guys that have a, a knack. For the ball, you know, Lewis is a guy that loves to come down here. Love the con- loves the contact. Had the opportunity to see him make some g- great, great run fits against run fits against a physical downhill football club in mm-hmm. the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I thought I thought uh, uh, Andrew was getting better on his move area, breaking you know breaking cleanly within those 15 to 18 yards uh, uh, move area with, uh, with the receivers. Um, you know, he he just had that mentality uh, that he's going to rip your neck off. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's something that you, you can't teach. That's either something you have or you don't.
1: Yeah. And when it comes to the entire team, offensively or defensively, Pat P. We know you have an eye for talent. You know how to scout things out. Nate, there are a few guys on this team that might not be on a lot of football fans' radar when it comes to having a breakout season. Mm-hmm. But from what you've been able to see, you see a potential breakout season for. A few players or a player from the Minnesota Vikings.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I see a
1: couple guys. Who's on the Pat P. Watch Out list?
2: Uh, I got to go, KJ Osborne. Receiver. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta see. You know, Kirk is I, – I, I, I really, really feels Kirk is going to have another big year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he has some solid seasons uh, following the last two seasons, um, you know, having some really, really good solid seasons. But now I think, you know, having, you know, uh, Coach Kev over here now, you know, calling the plays, having a little bit of a better feel uh, of an offensive flow of a game, I think uh, this year can be a really big year for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Justin's been getting a lot of pub this year, but I won't be surprised, like I said, to see him as a triple crown. Mm. I mean, it's a lot of. It's, it, I mean, it's a lot of good things uh, that can happen for this team. You got the Cookie Monster that yep. could possibly run for, you know, two K. Ooh. Um, you got Adam. You know. Uh, <laughs> Uh has uh, got uh, a lot of uh, weapons. Robin Hood. Yeah. You know, he you no, know, he's a he's a red zone killer. No question. You know, I so see that earlier. Yeah, he can be a double digit guy in the red zone when it comes down to uh, you know, catching the balls in the uh in in, in the in the money area, in the money zone. Anybody on the defense. I'm, saying, I'm about to go to the defense right now. Uh I can see Z having a real big year, especially seeing what he was able to do last week against a quality offensive line. Yeah. Wherever you wherever you put him, yeah. wherever you lined him up at, he was just just straight dominant um daniel eric harris i mean the list goes on i mean like coach said we have a great mixture of veteran guys a great mixture of leadership guys that love the game of football that wants to do nothing but win you know when you have that great mixture only only thing is uh you know the sky's the limit for us so So we have to just go out there and prove it to ourselves that we are as good as we
1: think we are. So when it comes to the Pat P. watch list, it's safe to say all the whole got. team. You basically said, yeah, you, yeah. you kind of called out yeah. almost everybody. Yeah. That, that tells you how talented yeah. this team is. And with that being said, you talked about the rushers, man. Man, how does it feel to be – I watched you today out in practice and then you were lined up on the same side as the Neil Hunter and opposite you got Zadarius Smith, man. <laughs> how, for you being in this situation, being in year 12 – you know, how do you feel knowing that that quarterback got to get the ball out? You
2: can take a couple more chances now. Yeah. Zach, exactly. that's the that's thought process. You can take a couple more chances now, Jack, because no you got two edge rushers that, that literally makes the quarterback just cringe when they know those guys are coming off the edge. So, um, you know, I never had an opportunity to play with two, you know, pass rushers, edge rushers um, that we have here in Minnesota, so I'm excited. Can't wait to see how it's going to turn out. I expect big things for from those two guys, myself, Harrison Smith, uh, Cam Dantzler, Cam
1: Bynum, the whole game. Strap mm-hmm. up. Let's roll. No question. Last question before we go to break, Pat P. For you being in year 12, you know, have you had to make any adjustments in your game as an individual knowing that you're part of a new scheme, under Ed Donatello. yeah, just you know, opening, widening my my vision now having an opportunity. What does to, that
2: mean? You know, being in a man matching concept for ten years, pretty mm-hmm. much in the receiver face, wherever he go, I go. Yeah, you know, so my vision is very, very you know, small versus now playing you know seven to eight, sometimes nine yards off. Mm-hmm. Now I can see the quarterback, the tight end the opposite receiver on mm-hmm. the other side of the field. So now my vision has opened up so much more wider than it did when I was up close into a receiver's face. So working the move area, really understanding how to uh, uh, force myself to stay in the back pedal um, because receivers hate when you stay square. So long as I can stay square yep. and force force them to run humps and run around me, um, I think it'll give me a better opportunity of breaking on ball. So move area, and um just have an opportunity to have a wider vision but we will see pat peterson lining up in people's face as well though oh yeah you will but you know majority of it you know now in today's game is so all about condensed sets condensed Mm -hmm. formations because they want to be able to have free release they want to be able to to play with your eyes Mm -hmm. you know and things like that so um 80% of the 80% of the NFL is all based on condensed formations.
1: No doubt, no doubt. You heard it coming live from Pat P, Year 12, talking about the adjustments he will make from his individual game plan, but he will line up and put them paws on you from time to time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data
0: rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. All things covered. Like I said, the show is on the road. It's basically our home away from home. They treat us so good here in Minnesota. I love coming back. I'd rather come back in the month of uh, uh, what August, September, yeah, and then yeah, October. Man, I, I might not come back, <laughs> but we, we're here. Pat P, my guy, joining me here. Good to see and you, and baby. Look at the end of the desk, man. We got the head man in charge, first year head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Coach Kevin O'Connell, Coach Number One. Thank you for
0: joining us. How you doing? How you feeling? Oh. Great having you guys out here. I fully expect you to be out here December 22nd, <laughs> right out here on the patio here. But awesome to have you here. We got such a beautiful facility. Uh, you know, one of our great players, uh, obviously, uh, doing something like this. I jump at the opportunity. Proud of this guy, both for what he's been for me as a first time head coach, uh, but also some of the, all the other things he's got going on while still being focused on his task at hand here. Um, great to have you guys. Great to be with you, Pat P., and uh, fired up, man. No
2: doubt. No no doubt about it, Coach. So we're going to jump right into it. What has been the best moments of camp so far for you?
0: Well, outside of the Gerard Johnson-Blake Prohl singing (laughs) competition. That was pretty good. uh, How was uh, that?
1: What did it sing?
0: Oh man, Go ahead, Gerard Gerard won the championship uh, with some Chris Stapleton, and if you think this is just like some training camp ha-ha guys singing, like people booing them off the stage, absolutely not. Blake and Gerard, I think Gerard's on Spotify, check him out. (laughs) Uh, Never thought I'd get one of those shout-outs in for one of my coaches. Tell them
2: about the voting uh, deal. Yeah,
0: and we had three (laughs) rounds, right? You know, first one it was kind of like I felt like I was up there running a You know, uh, you know, running a a contest. You know, give me some, give me some noise for Gerard. Give me some noise for Blake. And I felt like it was a little biased for the player, Blake Mm -hmm. Pro, as it probably should be. Um, So then the next one, we got the coaches all down in the front for some more noise. We might have pumped in some artificial noise. Um, So I said, you know what, we're going technology for the final. And uh, we went ahead and had a whole app. Players voted on their Mm -hmm. phones, and Gerard just edged out Blake. But uh, Mm -hmm. it was that was one thing. But you know, all jokes aside, uh, when you plan your first training camp, um, you really think about You know, the development of your team, your systems, offense, defense, special teams, uh, while stressing your guys, trying to get them prepared for the physical grind of a season, but understanding we're going to need our guys, you know, ready to go and and, and feeling at their absolute best. How can we make these guys be prepared but have 17 Sundays or whenever we play this year uh, where we get the best out of our guys and give them the best chance to go out and have success? And I feel like we've done that, how we've practiced. We've gotten a ton of work in, great work with the Niners last week, and now we'll roll right into the last phase here with the Bronco game coming up while we still are getting our uh, starters ready to go as well.
1: Coach, when you look at your professional coaching career in the National Football League, you've been a part of some outstanding coaches. When The, the coaching tree is what we all like to call yep. it, but when you look at some of the, people, the, some of the people you've been able to learn from, most notably speaking, Sean McVay, you know, what What are some things you took away from being under Sean McVay that have led you to this opportunity here in Minnesota?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, what it really validated for me was, you know, as, and I'm sure Pat, and and you can attest to this as well, throughout your career, you probably would say to yourself, man, I really like that, how coach did that, Mm -hmm. or it just feels like a good environment to come to work every day. The Mm -hmm. culture feels right. Maybe on some of the best teams you guys have been on. Uh, That was something that I felt from day one in Los Angeles, but then uh, fast forward to our second year, into a, run, a playoff run and, and then ultimately a Super Bowl where we didn't win a game in the month of November. Mm. And right at the time where most teams and many teams in this league possibly could fall apart from the inside out, uh, we came together stronger and, and were the best possible version of, of the Los Angeles Rams when it mattered the most yes, in right. January and, and then on into February. Um, so that just confirmed everything, not only about Coach McVay and what he was able to build there, but solidified my football philosophy, my culture philosophy, and 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 let me know that it's possible to do it that way, uh, have that player ownership from some of your great leaders like Pat, and then ultimately, you know, I, I told our guys a couple times now in training camp, I'm going to be out in front with you every step of the way. You know, we're going to hit adversity, but just know we're in this together. Yeah. And it might sound like coach speak, but when you actually experience it and then you overcome adversity and win a Super Bowl, it, it's concrete in my mind that this is our way here. Um, we're going to be a little bit different than than we were in L.A., but ultimately, um, you know, that foundation and that influence, just like a lot of the influence of some of the other guys uh, that I coached and played for are with me as well. Where do you keep your Super Bowl ring and how often <laughs> do you look at it? Well, I can tell you it is at my house. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm not going to tell you where in my house. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I recently had, you know, my mom and dad in town for our first preseason game. Uh, some family that hadn't seen it yet. I, I literally flew out there for about two hours, get, got it, Can and me. then got back on the plane uh, to come back. So not a lot of my, you know, loved ones and, and friends have seen it yet. Um, it's really remarkable. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. But as I told, you know, our ownership, as I told Kwasi, um it's great, but, but uh, it's time to go, you know, Try to chase one down here right. and that's what we're here to do ultimately and and you know knowing how difficult it can be uh, you just want to make sure you got the right kind of people both in the building and guys on your team to do it with um, and i feel like we we definitely have that as a starting point mm-hmm. uh, for what's going to be our 2022 season now we just got to really roll through uh, one game at a time that ultimate cliche but this league is too hard to be looking down the road uh, you know when you got a really good opponent from our division staring right at us september 11th
2: yeah, yeah. and coach what were your expectations going on on the the circuit uh the coaching circuit you know uh did you expect to get a job right away because you so you know so many first year guys yep. going on that co- uh, coaching circuit kind of have to wait a couple years what were your expectations
0: yeah i really had none mm-hmm. um and i think uh one of the really cool things for me was i didn't really get a lot of prep time you know it's not like one of those things where they give you a little tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. during training camp and say hey right about december You know 20th or right about january 10th uh, we're going to talk to you about running your own team somewhere Mm. so make sure you're ready they don't do that Uh, i'm sure there's a lot of coaches that have gone through the interview process before that are you know prepared with materials and things like that what was great for me uh if if deep down inside i had any questions about me being ready or not it was answered uh, because i just showed up and i felt prepared because of some of those influences and Mm. the great players i've been able to be around and then you know when you get a question like, hey, what's your football philosophy? When it comes to you and you don't have to read it in a book or have it in a binder, when it comes to you naturally, that's checking one box. And then when you talk about culture and building foundations of of people being in a positive environment and being the best versions of themselves, and that just comes to you as well. You know, there's going to be many challenges, and there already have been with this job. But ultimately, I felt prepared um, because of how prepared, even without the time to prepare for those interviews. If that makes any sense, that I ultimately yeah. felt. So um, that momentum from that process has led into being around great people in this building and just trying to become a better version of myself on a daily basis. Make no mistake, I'm learning things every day of how I can be better, uh, how I could coach better, uh, lead our coaches better. Uh, but it's, I'm having a blast and, and very much looking forward to the challenge of this season. Did coach, you? See-
2: this as the best job out there suited for your play calling or your style of play per se
0: first and foremost i saw it as a great opportunity because of the players that were already here mm. um you know obviously Uh, on offense and defense you know you can go down the list of great experienced players that I get to coach that have been around a lot of really good football in this Mm -hmm. building and been around a lot of really good coaches um, had success dealt with some adversity Uh, we've had a great leadership group from day one you're a part of it Pat you know that um, where I thought this job was special for a lot of reasons and then I got a chance to meet our owners and the Will family and uh, just how great of a group how supportive of a group they are we have every resource uh, that we need you know both with our roster, and obviously with this great building and our great stadium at US Bank, um, so you know you look at that, and then the last element of that was was Kwesi, yeah. mm-hmm. and knowing that deep down inside, I truly believe this. There's really not another, you know, person in this league I would want to be paired up with right. to kind of work side by side every day as we try to build something here. Yeah. yeah.
1: And talking about the personnel, coach, you left one great receiver, and you walk into yeah. <laughs> another situation with a, another great receiver, and. Leaving Cooper Cup, now you're with Justin Jefferson. Talk us through some of the similarities you see between both pass catchers and some of the differences.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you know the number one thing that I think of when I think of Cooper Cup is just you know above his work ethic and all the great physical talent is his instincts to just understand the little nuances of running routes and the natural ability to just understand how to find voids and vacancies within coverages without necessarily needing to have it put on paper form. Yeah, you know, then you pair him with a quarterback like Matthew and their their ability to connect the way they did was just I mean really generational. Uh, special moment as far as Cooper's production, Matthew's ability to come in in year one and run that offense the way he did. Um, So you leave there and you think to yourself, okay, you know, how can I recreate this? How can I develop this between Kirk and Justin and really Adam as well? then you get here and you meet Justin and you realize, gosh, not only is he hungry to be great, uh, he's got some of those traits. Mm -hmm. The game makes sense to him. Um, And I think that's a quality that sometimes gets underrated in this fantasy football world we live in (laughs) when it's about catches and yards and touchdowns, rightly so. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the game makes sense to Justin. He wants to be great. He loves to play the game and he works his his tail off every day to do it. So all the success early on in his career doesn't surprise me. Uh, I'm just excited he's on our team and we get to have him on our offense. No
1: doubt. Coming from the Rams, one thing we all know about Sean McVay, his memory is top-notch, right? <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure you got examples of that almost daily with him. Uh-oh. Yeah. But we're gonna test your memory. We're going to okay. We're gonna test your memory. Can you name the four quarterbacks that were taken ahead of you in the 2008 draft?
0: I I think I can. I think it was Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan. Um, I want to say, uh, was it Chad Henney and Brian Brom? You got yep. it. Yeah. You got it. I might Good. be able to keep going down the list too, because I thought I was going to get drafted after those guys. <laughs> right. you, anyone else? Anyone else that you can think of? Oh man, I do remember uh, John David Booty. Yep. Um, Andre Woodson. Mm. Um, there was a there was a few others as well, but. Uh, I just remember being in the, the line with all those guys at the Combine. <laughs> you guys remember getting worked all over Indianapolis, yes, you know, yes, between the medical and the the evals, the, the, the interviews. I do remember, you know, me standing there just hoping that, yeah. you know, they didn't point me out and say, hey, we need your credential, man. It's time yeah. to go. But, and, <laughs> and, Coach,
1: talking about the quarterback, man, the most recent news coming from Minnesota, you guys made an unexpected trade yeah. know, for Nick Mullins coming from the Raiders. Uh, talk about – that the backup quarterback position behind Kirk Cousins what do you s- foresee happening in regards to that position
0: yeah i think the biggest thing that that uh, you know talking to quays and i give his credit his staff and 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 obviously quaysy a lot of credit for uh you know they're constantly trying to you know, find ways of just making our roster as competitive as possible. And the quarterback position tends to get a lot of headlines, rightly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel great about our starter. Kirk's had a phenomenal training camp. Pat can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, every single day getting better and better and stacking really good days on really good days. Uh, those guys behind Kirk, both uh, Sean and Kellen, have had really strong camps as well, great moments here and there. But what we really felt was it's an opportunity here with one week left uh, to just add a, a, an experienced player with a skill set that I think fits with what we do here. Yep. Um, a guy that's played and, uh, you know, been a starter in 17 games before, had a production in those games, and we can throw him in the mix with those guys and, and really see just how it all kind of comes together. The yep. quarterback room is very important to me, uh, both obviously on the field, the production we expect from all the guys that ultimately make our team, but also that room itself, you know, that organic culture of uh, those guys, you know, preparing week in and week out. Those guys get, get in early. They stay late. Ultimately, we want a a room that supports one another, supports Kirk as our starter. But at the same time, we've got, you know, possibly one or two other guys uh, that can make our team and be a part of it that, uh, you know, will help us win if called upon. Yeah,
1: Coach, before we let you go, we're going to transition to the superlative part of our show. Okay. We're going to hit you with rapid-fire questions. We want your honest, unbiased answers. All right, Pat, you got the first
0: one?
2: I got the first one. Favorite away stadium you played or coached at?
0: U.S. Bank Stadium, because I technically haven't coached a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, an official. We played our first preseason game there, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, two games there, two games there as a as a road opponent. It's not fun being on that <laughs> sideline. But between the skull chant and and our great fans and just everything game day atmosphere that uh, exists here, it's now my home stadium. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna cheat that one and say that one. <laughs> All
1: right. One thing you guys might not know about coach or remember about coach is that one point in time he was a professional athlete <laughs> and he went to the combine. Yep. His combine forty time was a four six one. Coach, right now, if you had to run the 40, how fast would you run?
0: You know what? I might not survive much <laughs> past 40 yards. It might be 41, 42, 43, where the hammy blows out or the calf goes. But I think I could still break five. Okay, I think I so think too. Because you ran I think, so. yeah, I, think I can hope. still. Just yeah, the long I, I strides and are helpful. You know. You know. Let me have a couple extra cup of coffee, a cu- couple cups of coffee, and maybe I fire out the gates and get in the four nines. <laughs> it, maybe. Is
1: it safe to say if all the head coaches in the National Football League decided to get in the foot race, you'd be first? See, I got to think about that
0: because there's only one pass. coach younger you know, I, than you—that's Sean, right and now. And I think Sean, you know, sure. I think I've—I've I've literally seen, I think, him yeah. pull a calf before, you know, covering a guy in routes on air. <laughs> so I would be hedging on on the fact that he's been a head coach longer than me, more stress, yes. a little more tension in the muscles. Maybe right. he pulls up and I edge him at the finish. <laughs> uh, but he would probably say there's no chance that would happen. As he should. So, being so maybe, maybe we can organize right. that one. No, that would be. Dope. I, I do have
1: the long strides on him. Do so you guys we'll want to see. see a head coach? race mm. a head coaching race of some of the happening. elite head coaches in the national football league let us know what you think i'm sure we're forgetting somebody too we I'm gotta trying to th- you gotta look at the age number yeah. one right? oh, yeah, so sean sure. is still the youngest even though he seems like he's been coaching for 20 years oh. yeah you bet. uh brandon? i bet solid i bet solid yeah, yeah. i bet, bet solid could go a little bit solid but oh, he's yeah. a big body though. Yeah. yeah he might be a little stiff yeah, yeah that's right uh we got brandon staley with the yep. chargers yep. Yep. yeah I think um, I got B. He's a good friend of mine. What about McDaniel
0: down in Miami? Yeah. yeah. yeah cool. He got
1: short legs, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how fast he can go. He might be quick. He might, be, know, quick. might be quick. Maybe Pat P's old guy Cliff might think he can Ooh, join the mix, maybe but Cliff. he was never yeah. much of a runner. Uh, exactly. See, you, you used to see see be a
1: good athlete. Yeah. Some of those coaches, I don't know how they used to. And Sean played quarterback, too, though. He Sean, yeah. did. Yeah, Sean Ran the good. triple
0: option. Ran the triple, yeah.
1: All right, Coach. We will all pay to so see that. Yeah.
2: Last one before we let you go. Best thing about the Vikings Fan base
0: no, I think you we experienced it in this stadium at our at our uh, we had a, a night practice here. Uh, the enthusiasm walking down those steps and, and walking on the field felt like like legitimate uh, game day atmosphere mm-hmm. for a, a night practice where we were just going to work some team drills yeah. and kind of go up and down the field a little bit. Um, you felt that, and then that was duplicated uh, and and really multiplied at our first preseason game. A lot of times, you go to those games preseason, you don't really feel uh, the juice that you would maybe feel in an in an opener against a divisional opponent like we're going to have in the Packers. But our fans showed out uh, the other night against San Fran, and just made me excited for what September 11th, you know, at 3:25 is going to be all no about. No question.
1: I mean, I heard it sold out already. So if you don't have a ticket, man, you might not get a ticket. But coach. Kevin O'Connell, thank you for joining us, head Appreciate coach of the coach. Minnesota Vikings. Man, best of luck to you this season. And at what point in time will we see you hit the gritty?
0: Oh, that's um, a good I've question. done it privately a couple times. It's not, it's not he's, quite he's not ready. My, my son p- would probably tell you my oldest can can hit it pretty good. So maybe I'll let him do it <laughs> one of these. Days. Well, how about this <laughs> NFC Championship game at
1: home? You guys take care of business. You know, you're going to Glendale, Arizona. You can hit it for the guys. I'd yeah. sign up for that right now. So that, that's what we're gonna that's do. You're gonna say right here, all things covered. You win the NFC Championship game, you're doing a gritty
0: on camera. I, I will say that as long as you promise, we're right back here on the patio the week of January. We'll do it. Ready we can here make that outside, happen. Outside, ready to roll. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. sure CVS is saying no. I'm pretty, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure <laughs> CBS got a no bubble, right uh,
1: bubble jacket for all of us. Scully yeah. scarf. Karen if you're going to do the gritty and you're going to Glendale, right I, think, I think we can gut out <laughs> sub-degree weather, right, Pat? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) He's thinking about it right now. We said (laughs) it. We got to make it happen, guys. Coach, thank you again once again joining us here. All things covered. Pat P., Brian McFadden, head coach, Minnesota Vikings, Kevin O'Connell. We're back, ladies and gents. All things covered coming to you live from the TCO Performance Center, home of the Minnesota Vikings, here with Pat P. Just got done with a training camp practice, getting ready for the final preseason game this Saturday against the Denver Broncos. Of course, the starters won't participate. It's all about the Green Bay Packers week one here in Minnesota. So I'm pretty sure Pat P. and the rest of the crew defensively, they're getting ready for Aaron Rodgers. There's no need to scout Russell Wilson the Denver Broncos. It's time to start watching tape. On Aaron Rodgers, number 12. But before he gets there, he has to take care of some business right now in front of him. Our fans who love watching us on YouTube, love listening to us on the podcast, they, they shower it down. A whole bunch of questions in regards to Pat P. The first question we're going to tap into with you, Pat P, coming from Connors Jr. How much is left in the tank? Uh, that's it. That's the first question. Right. How, How much is left, left in the tank, in the tank? for uh, you? For me. Yeah, for you. How much um, left I in the think tank?
2: I got, what was, what was it? Connor. Uh, Connor. I believe I have a lot left in the tank. Uh, I won't put a, a number on it, um, but the body feels good. Mine feels good. Um, everything is intact. So, you know, once I always say, once I don't feel like working out, feel like coming out here practicing with my guys, it's time to hang it up. But I have, I'm far, far, far away from feeling that way. Each and every day is a great day, a yep. blessing to be out there with my guys and fight for that one common goal, and that's the championship. Championship, you
1: gotta get the Super Bowl. Yep. And then when he gets the Super Bowl, he can get he can revisit this question. But <laughs> right now, I'm trying to get a championship, right? No doubt about it. All right, next question. Appreciate you, Connor, by the way. Next question coming from Joey. Did did y'all have Booth pay for a rookie dinner yet, or did you let him off the hook? Number oh. one, I know he's not off the hook, oh, so no, I can answer def- that.
2: No, he's definitely not off the hook, and we did not have a rookie dinner just yet. We was actually thinking about doing it. Uh, I mean, because this rookie dinner is typically at the end of the year, you know, just as far yeah. as like the night, the rookie dinner night or mm-hmm. whatever. But we will have dinners throughout the throughout the season, um, and he will have to pull out his credit card every once in a while, but we will not have him pay for every single dinner that we go out. Nah, it's just going to um, be one, one dinner. Yeah, one big it's dinner gonna be that we pay for. Uh, we'll go on a trip somewhere. We haven't decided just on yet. On him. On him. Yep. He's going to take care of our flight. Food, everything, stay, yep. try, uh, ride from the airport, yep. everything, everything's gonna be on him. Actually, we got two of Y'all them. Yeah, got seen. I've mean, yeah. got two of them. Uh,
1: hey, yeah, Joey, you oh, forgot man. about Louis C. Who was a first? So you got a first round. have two trips and a second round. <laughs> we forgot about Louis C. Louis we might C. have us
2: two trips. He man. said he
1: want to stack bodies. Yeah, stack bodies. Appreciate Mr. you, Joey. Stack bodies. Next question we have for you, coming from Gage Fick. I hope I said the last name right. Who is the one player you always wanted to play with but haven't yet? Uh, the one really player you question. would love to play with.
2: And I haven't yet. Ah, uh, I'm That's a good to, question. It, that, that really is a really really good question. But I'm gonna have to go with Tom Brady. I want to have. I want to understand how that's he do one. it. How does Tom Brady do? And I kind of have a feeling, and kind of you know, being on the outside looking in, he don't do anything to hurt himself or put his team in a bad situation. But it wouldn't have hurt to be on one of those teams to at least capture one of those Super Bowl rings. But it is what it is. But that is the one player I would not, I would have, you know, wouldn't mind playing with
1: um, Tom Brady for sure. Okay, thank you for that question. Next question is coming from Eric Johnson, 754. <laughs> Other than wide receiver, what offensive position do you think you could play? Mm. I could play
2: quarterback because I definitely do not want to play running back. Those guys take too many hits um, throughout the course of a not even a season of a game.
1: You threw a pass in Arizona too, didn't you? I, I did. Was it completed? Yes, it was completed. So man. you one for one. Your passer rating is 100. 159. One, oh, you know the exact numbers. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> 159.3 or something like that. Actually, nope, it's not. Because I threw another pass in San Francisco and that was incomplete. incomplete. So, one for two. So, you,
1: you try your hand at quarterback. Yeah. Right.
2: i I try my hand at quarterback. All
1: right. Next question little comes read from, option. from Doughboy Trav3. Pat, who's the best athlete you faced in South Florida? Little League or high school?
2: Best athlete I faced in South Florida, Little League. Or high school, damn man, that's like freaking eighteen years ago. Yeah. Uh. Could well, be an I, opposing team. Yeah, I'm gonna say with, and literally, I gotta go with my boy Bobcat. You know, that's that's my guy, Brandon Burton. Bobcat. Uh, yeah, that's my my childhood friend. You got to be good. Have a nickname named Bobcat. Man, we was a one-two punch, cat. <laughs> I'm telling you, what? Can nobody stop us? You know, we uh, we played for the Pompano Eagles and. We should do our thing for sure. He was number one and I was number two. Uh but in in high school. Man, um, I'm gonna have to go with Gino. Geno Gino Smith. Yeah. Miramar. Yeah, G- yeah, you G- played
1: against y'all played against Miramar?
2: Yeah, yeah, they they tore us out the frame They also too. had
1: Steadman Bailey too. They did. They had quite a few
2: guys did, on that. Team. But Gino Gino was b- by far the best quarterback that I played against um in high school because he was so he was so pro ready now in high school. Just yeah. the way he did numbers too. Yeah, just the way he dropped back. The w- the way he delivered the ball. He knew he he had a very very good understanding of the offense. It was just very very sharp and have an opportunity. And we played him in the rain, and he still he was still dropping through. dimes. And so it's safe to say y'all lost that game. Oh yeah, you remember we we the score? We, I don't remember the score, but I know we lost by at least three touchdowns. Because our rain? quarterback. Broke his collarbone. So why you
1: didn't go to quarterback?
2: I did go to quarterback. It wasn't ready. Mm. At the I was case. ready, but coach, we didn't we didn't throw the ball because it was raining. So, so y'all he was, just ran. He was pretty much running the so
1: ball. So how on. they threw the ball and y'all ain't throw the ball? Because they had a, a what's the name quarterback? <laughs> a, a NFL quarterback. <laughs> Safe to say. Safe <laughs> to say. Thank you for that question. Next question is coming from you, underscore Cheyenne. Who inspires you to be a better you?
2: My girls, man. My daughters, man. They 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 truly inspire me to be a better version of me each and every day. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, they're my girls, they're looking up to me, um, to kind of get tips and reminders of, you know, their, their visual of what a guy, you know, how a guy should treat them or how Mm -hmm. they supposed to be treated by a guy. So, um, my girls are my biggest inspiration to help me keep doing what I do, um, each and every day. So
1: my girls for sure. Thank you. Great, great answer. Great questions coming from our faithful fans. We were not able to get to everyone on this list, but we definitely will try to do so throughout the year. But thank you for those questions. Uh, Pat P, man. Beautiful day. Great, productive day. Got a chance to watch the Minnesota Vikings. We had outstanding guests here. All things covered. Starting off with the head coach, head man in charge. Of course, Harrison Hitman, Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an unbelievable day yeah, as man. you guys get geared and ready for the season. So, Pat P, the next time we tap in with you, it's, it's game week. Yes, sir. Game week, baby. It's game week. Showtime. You ready? I'm ready. We ready, too. <laughs> Even though I'm not putting on one helmet, one mouthpiece, but I'm ready, too, Pat P. <laughs> Once That's again, good. all things covered. Coming to you live from the TCO Performance Center, home of the Minnesota Vikings. See you when we see you.
2: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition